Hey guys, welcome, welcome, welcome back. It's our first episode of 2021. Super excited, brand new year, although as we all know, it's pretty much just like last year so far. Yeah, and I will say, you know, after getting kind of beat up this past year, instead of my whole usual, this will be my best year ever, it's the year of me, I'm going to make it like number one, New Year's Eve was basically just me and my husband agreeing that we're just going to settle for surviving for the most part and not try and jinx ourselves, but either way, welcome back. And I have some exciting news, part one. This is the DV Discussion's first year anniversary. Can you believe it? The podcast has been out for officially an entire year now. I know it's crazy. I wasn't sure what to expect when I started a podcast. So the fact that it's still a thing and it's looking like it's going on the up and up. Yeah, um, kind of blows me away. And exciting news, part two. As of this episode, this podcast is now collaborating with an incredible organization you've probably heard of, Break the Silence Against Domestic Violence. They are a national nonprofit led by survivors with the goal of serving victims, survivors, and families affected by domestic violence. Honestly, when I read their website and was checking out the lingo they were using, I'm like, wow, this sounds familiar. Where have I heard this before? Wait, check the podcast bio. Huh, huge overlaps there. It's incredible. And they also have this amazing community of survivors who are empowered to share their stories and connect with fellow survivors to help heal after abuse. I'm beyond thrilled with this collaboration. And I'm going to celebrate the start of our lovely partnership with a special episode related to Break the Silence's theme for the year, Thrive. Okay, I know, I know. Everyone's getting flashbacks to about two minutes ago and my whole, yeah, I'm not going to do a viewer of me thing, bad karma, but okay, hear me out. Despite Despite the absolute boring last few weeks where absolutely nothing of importance happened whatsoever. Can you hear the sarcasm in my voice? Oh, there is such sarcasm, I can't even handle it. We still have reasons to thrive. There are so many ways, shapes, and forms that you can thrive. And it may look different based on where you are in your recovery and your life and who you are as a person, but wherever you are, you can find a way to thrive. And that's today on the DV Discussion. Thrive to me is kind of a broad term, kind of like being happy. Vaguely, it means like to flourish and prosper, but that can mean different things to different people. It can look different based on who you are. And there's no one right way to do it. It's not like What you think is thriving is like, no, that's the wrong way to do it. You're not thriving correctly. So what does it mean to thrive? Well, I can't speak for anyone but myself. So I'm going to highlight a few moments of what thriving to me looked like and how it differed than me surviving slash living or recovering. All right. Going back to right after I left my abuser. I was lucky because I was living with my boyfriend, now husband, so my basic needs like a place to sleep, food, 
a partner who was adorable and would wrap me like a sushi burrito when I was sad and triggered, that was taken care of. Those are like the basic needs, right? I was safe. I had a roof. I had food and I had warmth. And thankfully, financially, I was not great, but I was not in serious debt. And I had a support structure. Basic needs, what everyone requires. And then I began noticing something. Before this point, I was terrified of a lot of things people wouldn't really consider. I was super scared to take a bus. I hadn't driven for seven years. My abuser used to terrify me in a car, so I didn't drive for over seven years. I had a bunch of hobbies that I liked, but I was so scared of messing up literally anything. I couldn't really do anything. And then one day out of nowhere, I took a bus. I got behind the wheel again, which then allowed me to apply for more jobs and go to more activities. I began discovering the side of myself that was really artistic and creative. And I began designing and knitting my own clothes. And that led me to new communities and friendship. Like this whole side of myself that I never knew was there, that had been suppressed or I just didn't have the confidence or the space for just bloomed. And it was incredible to find this part of myself that I really loved and that made me so, so happy. I never had that before. In 2019, I actually qualified for the Ironman 73 World Championships in France. And, you know, while I was there, I took buses and trains everywhere, something I couldn't even do in my hometown five years ago, like literally I got off the airplane, I had planned to suck it up and pay a million bucks for a taxi because I had my bike with me, and I walk out the front door, I look and I go, huh, look, there's a bus I didn't know was supposed to be there. Looked at it, well, what's the worst that can happen, and hopped on and made it to my Airbnb, right? That for me was such a huge turning point. And that's kind of the first time I really recognized that I was thriving. It was getting to a place where I had the space, the confidence, the ability to enjoy and take advantage of parts of myself that hadn't been able to even exist before because of the abuse and the trauma. And once I had gotten out and those basic needs were met, those parts that had been there but just hadn't been realized begin to bloom. All right, one more example. Again, inspired by my personal history because I can only speak for myself. However, I think this is one that most of you guys can relate to. Let's Set the stage. Imagine you see something or someone says something and you're like, wait a second, something seems off here. Like, you know, there's a really off-color comment. They say something a bit maybe insulting. You're like, is that a hint of bias I'm picking up on? Or even that was hurtful, right? Something that you're like, okay, you know, something's up. I'm going to speak up and we're going to talk about it. 
And the response to that is this really defensive, oh, you're attacking me, you're being a bully, why are you taking that tone, why are you using those words, you're harassing, intimidating me, why are you being so mean, you know? This was a nice place until you had to be insulting and demanding, and why can't you just stop? Yeah, gaslighting. Tone policing, too. My abuser loved it. Many abusers do. And honestly, the more I engage on the internet calling out racism, the more I'm seeing it from literally anyone who is getting defensive and feeling threatened when they get called out on being racist. Go figure. Anyways, people use it because it works. If every time you try and say something where you're defending yourself or you're like, hey, I'm hurt or I don't think this is right, and the response you get is, no, you are the true villain here, that sticks with you. Especially when it's coming from someone that you're supposed to trust and love. I mean, it doesn't feel good coming from a stranger to be told you're being a bully, even when you know it's not true. And then throw in your traumatic history of hearing you're the bad guy every time you speak up. You begin to internalize it and believe it. You come to believe it from the person who does it as a tactic to control you. And you then expand that to do it with literally everyone whenever you speak up about anything. And that's even if you are brave enough to do so in the first place. And for years, I was scared to do just that. Even so much as share a political post on my social media because, oh gosh, what if I'm being a horrible person by doing this and someone gets mad at me? And oh no, what if I'm being uh, the worst? And so I just didn't. Eventually, with lots of practice, I was like, okay, I can just like share this article that I think is cool. And oh yeah, I have an opinion here. So I think I'm going to say my opinion. Everything is going to be okay. And then once in a while, I'd get someone doing that whole, you're wrong and awful and the real villain, blah, blah, blah. And I would spiral down and I'd be like, oh God, I'm the worst. Uh, trauma, awfulness, and then retreat back. Until one day, very recently, I didn't. I literally had someone tell me like nearly word for word, you are attacking and being demanding and insulting, super hardcore gaslighting and tone policing. And this was the first time where my immediate response instead of, oh God, I'm the worst was no, you are gaslighting. Nice try. And having that ability to distinguish in the moment when someone is just lashing out and acting childish and using those tactics versus me actually messing up because, okay, I've done that. I'm not perfect. I will fully admit to that was a huge step. Going through life, always feeling like you're walking on eggshells and that you're on an edge and terrified of everything you say, every opinion you have, every time you want to advocate for yourself and what you believe. That is really, really shattering. So having that ability to speak my truth and recognize when people are gaslighting me as a way to silence me and what I'm saying. This is a step I never thought I'd be able to take. The ability to say, no, I am not crazy. And no, my opinion is right. If that isn't thriving, I don't know what is.
So wherever you guys are, I hope you are doing whatever you feel like is your version of Thrive and you are rocking it out. And remember, there's no correct way to do it. It's what you feel like is your version of blooming, flourishing, living your best life and being your best self. And again, I hope you're rocking it. And if you want to share your Thrive stories, I recommend contacting Break the Silence Against Domestic Violence. Their website is breakthesilencedv.org. You can write in and break your silence. And of course, please reach out to us if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or Thrive stories. I will share them if allowed. Email in at thedivadiscussion at gmail.com. We are also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Survive 2021. Yeah, it's going to be hopefully a good year. (laughs) We'll see. We'll start with surviving and kind of go from there. How about that, guys? We all have stories and they deserve to be heard. I'll see you next time. If you or someone you know is experiencing domestic violence, please call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233. You can also visit their website, thehotline.org. If you identify as an abuser or a word you might be an abuser, please call the hotline as well. They'll be able to help you. Please remember, you're not alone.